0: And we're back. And we were just sitting here thinking, what are we going to talk about on this podcast? Because it's just sometimes just another week of the consistent same type stuff. So we have a few things to talk about, but um, here's an update.
1: And I mean, the way you get better at things is being consistent. Let's be honest. Consistency isn't a bad thing. I mean, it's just sometimes there's more that happens in life, as we all know. And then there's sometimes where you just go like, okay, that was a good week and I was consistent, but there was no... Nothing that was like, that was the best. And that's part of life and part of the experience of life is to to celebrate those ones that are the best and then to also celebrate your consistency.
0: Yes. So the one thing that we're very consistent about is the training for the Choose Your 50 um, run. <laughs> I was going to say marathon, but it's not a marathon. It's more. It's 50 miles. And um, do you, are you okay to just start off with that? Yeah, that's great. So what was your scheduled distance of run for the long run?
1: Uh, it was 23. It was 26. Well, remember, because we, we went on that hike last Sunday, so that pushed out the run. So then that meant I had a run that I missed that was going to be 23, and then I had a run on Sunday that was going to be 26. So I, that means I had 49 miles I was going to run on two different days.
0: So the one, since, and I know these podcasts came out at different times, but on the 15th in the evening or whatever Sunday that is, we hiked up Mount Timpanogos and that was like a 10 mile route. And then, so we waited till Wednesday for Chris to do his long run. Because,
1: of my, because my IT band is tightening up so much, I've been stretching a lot. And so we've been waiting to have distances between longer stretches of runs. So if we run... In the 15 to 20 sub odd mile range, we give myself a couple days of rest and stretching for a couple, you know, two, three hours a day to stretch out the IT band.
0: Yes. So we ran on Wednesday and then, again, the long run on Sunday, which was not yesterday but the day before? Correct. Yeah. So there's a little bit of a timeline for you. Um, so let's talk about how that run went just a couple days ago.
1: So the 23 mile that ended up only being 21.5, uh, it sucked because it was in the heat. It was just taking it out of me. And it, we also found out this last time that maybe my like band isn't the most accurate in tracking the miles. So uh, new game plan. Which is
0: extremely frustrating. Cause, extremely frustrating. Because... We can go on to Google Maps. We can go into this All Trails app that'll tell us where things are. We can, you know, do our best to distance it and go, okay, right here, it should be like plus or minus 0.2 miles. You should be at 13 miles. Chris has his own watch tracker that watches his mileage. When he starts at the same point and ends at the same point and it's different, two different days, that's extremely frustrating to not even know how much we're really running.
1: And there's two things that I care the most about in my life is being congruent, doing what I say I'm going to do, being the person that I say I'm going to be. And also just when I say I'm going to do, and I guess it's really the same thing, but when I say to people, this is what I'm doing, I want to have my word be my bond. And so for me, it's more frustrating when I say, oh, I ran this distance or I ran this distance at this time and then they then run that same distance and have it be way different and way different time. It's very frustrating because I feel like, Oh man, I don't want people to think that I'm not being authentic out there because I want to do my, and I also don't want to sit there at the end of this and run 50 miles and then find out it was 40 miles. Cause that's going to piss me off. I'm going to feel less accomplished and I'm going to feel that I didn't tell people the truth and I don't want that. So we are working on getting apps on the phone now to track and to double chat track and so this weekend we ran twenty three miles, and it was tough and it was a good challenge and you know um, really looking back, I learned a lot of good lessons of don't necessarily always push through the I'm a big fan of like push through the pain, I don't care if I'm cramping, I'll just keep going. And Or my IT band hurts so bad that I'm hobbling like I have a a peg leg, like I'm a pirate. And the pirate look is okay for a little bit, but then Melanie was running next to me for some of it and she's like, hey, why don't you lay down or sit down and stretch for a little bit? And I stretched probably for about five minutes and a lot of the pain went away and it really helped me. And that was at about 16.8 miles. And so that really helped me get the other roughly seven miles in um, to the run because of that so that was a huge huge learning thing for me is don't always push through the pain sometimes it takes it's good to you know it's the it's the tortoise tortoise in the hair story you know it's not always the fastest that wins the race um, or that gets you the best results in life Um, sometimes you have to take back you have to realize your equipment or your thoughts that you were doing weren't working and adjust and do something different
0: And as far as what I do, and I think we've explained this well enough in the past, but if this is your first time on the podcast, here's what I do to help him out is um, to record Chris running these. We will both, I will, we'll drive to the beginning where Chris is going to begin his run and um, I will record him beginning. I'll record him running and then along this particular trail, there's certain places I can Stop at the side of the road, which is on this highway, which I have to constantly like go back and forth, merging into traffic, which is so fun. Um, but I I find like little clips and little places where I can see him running through the trees, and I'll record that, or I'll park in a parking lot and hurry, and it it's kind of fun because I feel like I'm I'm racing him, and I feel like he's a lot faster than I think sometimes. And other times I go, oh, I I guess I must be ahead, and I wait at a certain stop where I'm gonna record him running by, and I I don't always know exactly where he is, so. Um, I I record him as much as I can along the way. This time, once he got to his about seven miles-ish into his 26-mile run, I said, all right, I'm gonna drive to the end and I'm gonna run back, probably meet you when we finish together. And so that's how it's been going and it's been kind of fun to find out, oh, okay, so when we do the 50 or even during training, I know exactly where to run ahead, set up a station so you can grab some fuel or water or something else like that. So that's been really fun to find out. And, um, and it's kind of fun because some people will be longboarding or biking and usually it's teenagers and I'll jump ahead. So they see me at one place and then I drive ahead. They don't know that. And then they see me at another place and they always go, am I tripping? Did we see you before? And so <laughs> I feel like, yeah, I feel like I've made a lot of friends that way. Just I follow them along their journey too. And it's really fun. <laughs> it,
1: it's amazing that the lo- the logistics, you know, most, a lot of people sign up for a run and they go run it. But, you know, we're we're planning the run where I haven't ran more than a handful of times in 21 years. So there's a lot of experimenting and figuring out running and jails and times and locations. And, you know, I'm working with her on where do we put tables? How many tables do we have? How many people do we need? Uh, so there's a lot of logistics more than just, hey, I'm going out to run uh, mm-hmm. distance today or, hey, I'm going out to – you know, just go run a marathon or something a day. I signed up for it, you know, six months ago. So that's also a good fun challenge. Um, another thing that you have more on the run.
0: Oh, just not about that, but we're still experimenting. And ju- that's just because neither Chris or I are consistent runners. Like I wouldn't put on my resume, oh, I'm a runner, but I do run here and there. And so Chris is training for this, but we're still experimenting because we have not, been runners consistently for a long time to know okay when I'm at my 15 mile mark I'm going to probably feel this way so I need to feel this way I need to experiment and it takes a long time to run and it takes a long time to experiment because on each run you want to stick with one thing and then the next one you stick with another thing so it's just a very long and experimentive process
1: it is yeah I, I agree with that and it's again just like oh we thought the band was working you know hindsight maybe it is sometimes maybe it's not it felt very accurate compared to the other cell phone we tested her running band and just knowing the distances of what google maps has told us so three or four different things to verify it off of this time it seemed very accurate but you know in some sense it leaves your mind thinking like well maybe all the other times it was in error so it's Mm -hmm. it's somewhat confusing uh but we're figuring out and i think I think these are all good lessons for life. They're all good lessons for relationships. They're all good lessons for if you're listening to this and you're running your business is it's a lot about experiments. It's a lot about like, oh, maybe this got me a result. So I think this is always going to get me a result. Just like Blockbuster thought, oh, we'll always just be around. And then Netflix came around. And if you don't adapt, if you don't figure out new, if you don't constantly continue to improve yourself and work on yourself, you're either progressing or you are, a sense going backwards so the choice is yours so to me it's about constantly improving constantly figuring out the run thing which will never be completely figured out we may get find things that work better for us but we still always better keep the mindset of i don't know that way we can constantly learn and get better just like any relationship or anything you have in life the more you are in a sense in the unknown the more you can learn to know and the better you can get at something
0: Yeah, and we were blessed enough to be able to be connected with an ultra marathoner, which is someone who runs 100 miles and um, is is just an extreme person. It's really cool. So we, this morning, got off the phone with him, and um, it's interesting to know kind of what he does and how we set up our training based on just the information that we know because – I trained really well for my first marathon. The second one not so much, but the first one I trained really well. I read blogs, I read Pinterest posts, I looked up and followed people who ran. I followed their journey, kind of what they did, I experimented, found what worked for me. And I feel like because of what I learned there, we kind of just doubled that information and applied it to Chris's running schedule and come to find out that this ultra marathoner and of course everyone's different, but I think we're going to adjust the way the schedule is right now for one long run that's extremely long and is growing each week to being maybe more back to back, uh, like 15 miles back to back on Saturday and Sunday or something like that, just so we can better train the body and especially with, you know, like pain and different issues like that, see how that works with the body. And uh, it's just really interesting to find out more. And like what Chris said, stay in a state of I don't know so you can learn more.
1: Yeah, we got a lot of great resources. It's always amazing to talk to somebody that can be, you know, one step farther in the journey and some part of the journey than you are. And I think we're all at different parts of our journey in life. Uh, but I think it's important to find somebody where you go, oh man, you may, maybe you haven't achieved more in relationships, but maybe you've achieved more in business and ask them about that. Because when you can tap into other people's mindset and a few podcasts ago we talked about some mastermind groups and creating that mastermind group around good people and I think it is it is important to find other good people that are doing amazing things out there in whatever category that is if that's something you want to obtain or you're interested in and tap into that and help them tap into another source so you can give and they can give and you can both can re- receive. And so it was very interesting to hear his feedback uh, to get a different perspective and to get a different perspective of my wife has done a lot of research about marathons. I haven't done hardly any research about anything. I just said, I'm going to go out and run and experiment and see what works and what pain and what, you know, mindset and self-talk comes out. And I'm going to work on it and get better. And so um, I run it, I run blind. Uh, she runs with reading other people's information and some of her own. And it was really great to talk to him and get his information.
0: Yeah and this reminds me of um a story that my mission president actually told me is he trained for a marathon it was the same marathon i ran it was the St George marathon but he trained for it and he was so pumped he was he was very specific and very on top of his training, you know, which is like run four times a week. You up it, you, you wear certain things, you eat certain things. So he was like, so into this training. And then a week before he was hanging out with a buddy and he said, Oh yeah, I'm going to run a marathon next week. And his buddy said, Oh, I'll run that with you. And he goes, Oh no, like you, you need to train for this. And keep in mind my mission president, he is like, 6'3", he's, he has broader top, um, he, he has, he has not the typical standard running body, and so he definitely trained for this, and anyway, uh, his friend was like, oh yeah, I'm gonna run it, and my mission, pred- he was so mad, he's like, why are you gonna run it, you're definitely gonna fail, uh, I don't know, okay, like, do, you do you, friend, and so here comes the marathon day and then his friend, I remember he said he was so mad because his friend excelled. He just, he went forward, he was consistent, he finished first and he was so mad because his friend Not did first this. in the
1: race, before. Him. Yeah, just okay. before,
0: but first before him. And he was so mad because he did all this training and then he just kind of had to stop and go he has the runner's body. I had to work for some of this. And it. And I feel like Chris has some of that of the friend where he has a type of body that although he doesn't run, I think he has like some genes in him are able to give him some endurance. His mentality is very strong. So that's able to give him some endurance and some, I'm just going to kill it right now. And I'm not going to care about anything else. And although there's struggles along the way, I think some of it comes a little bit naturally to him, even though I'm sure naturally is not a word that he would say because he works on his mentality. Uh,
1: I love that whenever it's somebody else's perspective, it's just na- you're natural and you have a runner's body, which is all just a bunch of excuses, exactly. I believe. I don't believe any of that's true. I believe it's your mentality. You may have longer legs. That may be better for you. But for it's I can't judge somebody else's struggle and they can't judge my struggle. You come out and run 23 miles and tell me it's fun or enjoyable, and I'll tell you, uh, you're a weirdo.
0: Exactly. So Chris would never say that, but I do think there's – I would never say okay. that. Okay.
1: <laughs> and I'm not saying that. Give me
0: the <laughs> Um But he, he has – like I said, it's – I think running or anything that causes you to have endurance is more mentality than it is anything else. Uh, If you listen to David Goggins, like, he is one of the, probably the biggest examples and maybe first examples in this arena of, like, your body can go a lot further than you think, and maybe not him, but there's so many people out there, like, bodybuilders and stuff that say there's always more that you can go if you just keep going oh one more then your body will keep going one more it's more of a mentality game than anything and chris is very strong mentality and that's what i
1: and i that's what i did with the my when i ran the marathon with no training right it was just oh to the next post oh to the next cone because there was cones out blocking off the track so oh to the next cone i will say i think that obviously i do have an advantage your legs are shorter and more stocky and my legs are like longer and thinner, so I think that is nicer. But I still think that for somebody to sit there and go like, "Oh, I'm really" ta- first of all, if he's six three, that probably should be pretty. Like, you can't get much longer legs, I'm sure. But nonetheless, you know, he's
0: had a different build.
1: Yeah. But I've seen him. He's pretty lean. and he's He is he's now. Like back, six, no, okay. back
0: then he okay. said he wasn't. He okay. was like, well, I was waiting for my now wife to be home to from her mission. Cool. <laughs> so for that year and a half, he's like, I got to fill my time with something. But
1: I will say not running for 21 years, probably even longer than that. I'm just trying to be nice and say it was 21 years. It was probably, you know, 22, 23 years of only running five times <laughs> in my life. Also set you up in a predicament where you were a person that ran more, much more than I did. So I'm saying we all have our own struggles. Maybe it's shorter legs. Maybe it's wider legs. Maybe it's, oh, my legs are so skinny, I can hardly keep myself up. Maybe I got weak ankles. Maybe you got weak knees. We all have something, and that's all part of the journey and the beauty of building and understanding when 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 you set a goal and you go do it and you become a person that runs more. You become a person that does more business. You become a person that's a better husband. You become a person that eats healthier. You get to feel a sense of pride. You get to go like, wow, there is so much more inside me than I give myself credit for. And I can push through hard things.
0: Yeah. Is there anything else about that run? I feel like we kind of No, I feel like we've
1: definitely intoxicated (laughs) you with the run.
0: Something that Chris learned about me this week was the first time I told him, I remember specifically the day, how it looked, what day of the week it was. When I went on my first, I'm going to choose to just go on a run, run. And... If you must know, since you're all going, oh, Melanie, when was that? It was when I was probably a sophomore in high school. And I remember my dad made cookies on a Sunday evening as was usual in our household. And I remember I ate three and I was like, I feel so nasty. I'm going to go on a run. And I remember, I remember like how the street looked outside. I remember how I felt and I doubt I went very far. Maybe I went like a half mile, who knows. But I remember that was my first leisurely run. And then that next year I got into soccer and enjoyed soccer the next two years. And then I've just been running somewhat here and there consistently.
1: Another fun thing that I wanted to bring up that we did this week is we went and threw axes at FedEx in FedEx, American Fork. Yeah. Uh, so we went on a date night. We, I will say uh, my dad taught me something brilliant. If you are listening to this, probably get a notepad if you're a man. But he said you should always date your wife. And I think that's wonderful advice. Not do I always heed that advice, but I still think that's wonderful advice. So I'll say it again. You should always date your wife. So we went to, and Melanie and I are married if you're just new to this. And so we went to Fat Axe and we, I, you know, she said, plan something, surprise me. Or, you know, I said, let's go do something for a date night. She said, okay, will you just surprise me with something? Pick out
0: my outfit, surprise me. And then we, we go.
1: We go. We go. <laughs> we, we,
0: we went on we the date. Go. And I almost, once we got off the freeway, I was like, I know what's over here. And I could kind of guess. And we pulled up to an axe throwing place, which if you've never been, it might not be your first choice just sitting there thinking about it. But it was actually so much fun. It was. Yeah. Tell them what happened when I first threw the axe.
1: I. Uh, it almost came back and killed us. No, I'm <laughs> no. She hit a bullseye.
0: First time. It was really cool. And the girl who worked at the place was really helpful saying, hey, this is how you throw it. Obviously, she has to tell us because of safety. But here's how you throw it. And then later, once we got the handle of that, on a hand of that, she said, we want to learn how to throw it underhand and different ways. And we're like, wow, this is very difficult. And then there was little, like, banger ring, bat ring. What are they called? Bat? symbols
1: yeah like the bat the metal bat symbols that batman throws no that's from hook (laughs) no not hook uh it's not a boomerang either but they had like chinese throwing stars and they had little metal mini axes and stuff that you could throw little metal
0: cards yeah playing cards
1: that? that you could throw uh so those were fun too so we did that um but it was fun we played some games uh we played for the most amount of points we played around the world and different things like that but it We kept smiling a lot. We took a lot of photos and videos. We joked and we kissed a lot. And it was just nice to get out of the training, the business, and just go have some relaxing fun and enjoy each other for each other.
0: And then we went out to eat afterward and it was really fun to have an activity and food. By the way, if you are struggling with dating, here's a tip that my cousin taught me many years ago, probably like 15 years ago. He said, the ultimate dating tip I'll say is you want a meal, an activity, and a dessert. And whatever, whatever way you want to do that, I feel like he said Bill's, he was like a master dater, not like a floocy, but he just knew how to take a girl on a date and have a really good time. And those are the three things that he would always say and stick to.
1: He also weighs 350 pounds. No, now he from doesn't. All, Oh, he doesn't?
0: Okay. No. <laughs>
1: <laughs> then I guess the dessert thing's okay.
0: Uh, but he, that, anyway, those are just tips for anyone dating. Like those are really fun.
1: Yes, they are fun. Yes. I think the activity is the funnest because you get to interact, right? And activity is usually interaction, and I think that's fun. And it's you, active. Yeah, and you get to see somebody in a different way than you would just by sitting dinner sitting down for dinner or just talking to them one on one. So yeah,
0: like I've never fantasized Chris throwing axes, but now that I've seen it, now I can't stop, there and it's go. just what a turn on.
1: <laughs> now you know how to do it, man.
0: <laughs> what a man. <laughs> Um, let's see. I think that those are the biggest highlights of the week. Um, like I said, most things are just kind of consistent and, and that's it.
1: And I think, you know, with coaching people this week, I had some exciting, uh, just people sharing about how they're doing and results from what they're doing with the coaching. And it, it always is nice to hear. And sometimes, you know, I think all of us in business, we can be very consistent and maybe we don't get to hear that every time with a client And I think it's very uh, meaningful to hear that and to know that you're inspiring and helping other people and helping them get past their limiting beliefs and just find more of being the person they want to be. And um, I think those are just huge takeaways for ourselves, for our life and – to understand that we can constantly and consistently bring value to other people's lives, and bring value in whatever we do. Again, if it's being the best dad, being the best husband, being the best wife, um, eating healthier, just you know, being the best doctor, whatever you're doing, it's always amazing that we can do it for a long time, and we can be doing it at a high performance level. Yet, maybe we don't hear it, but when we hear it, it's very nice and it's a good reminder of, oh, okay, what I'm doing is making that impact that I I hope it is.
0: Yeah, thank you for sharing that. And also, thanks for following along our journey. We always appreciate it. And sometimes I was thinking this week that this may be more for us than anyone else, but if it's inspiring, um, leave a review. And you can do that by looking at the podcast at the very top or the very bottom. There's a place where you can say review, um, write down maybe what you want us to talk about or expand on or um, share more of. So we want to hear what your feedback is as much as I'm sure we want to hear yours. So thanks so much for following along.
1: Thanks for being here. Appreciate it. We always love the feedback.